Let us pray. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each of our hearts be pleasing to you. For you are our rock and our redeemer. And the people of God said, Amen. Friends, I am grateful in weeks like this for you, for us, and for the fact that God has called us to be the church. I'm grateful that God has called us to be Christian community because we need each other. We who are part of organized religion, which is sometimes a straw man and easy to critique, are also the people who have been entrusted with the Christian faith, entrusted with God's hope, not only for the church, but for all humanity and all of creation. And sometimes we need to be the ones who remind each other of what God's hope is for this world. And perhaps be a witness to what God's hope is for the world out there in the world. And sometimes God calls people like us to hold firm to those values and to share what God's will is and what God's will is not. In light of the news this week, I want to reflect that in our tradition as United Methodists, Racism is incompatible with Christian teaching. Bigotry is incompatible with Christian teaching. Anti-Semitism is incompatible with Christian teaching. White supremacy is incompatible with Christian teaching. Nationalism is incompatible with Christian teaching. Preemptive nuclear strikes are incompatible with Christian teaching. And sometimes God calls us as followers of Jesus to resist the voices who disagree with that statement. There are times when people have gone through crisis, whole peoples, nations, civilizations have gone through crisis. And very often when we go through crisis, we ask ourselves deeper questions about who is this mystery that we call God and what is God's purpose for us? And is there a word from the Lord and is there a sign that we can see that might guide us in the right direction and steer us away from directions that are not helpful for us or for anybody. 
Jesus was asked this question. People of his day said, give us a sign, show us a sign. And he said, the only sign I will give you is the sign of Jonah. I don't know about you, but the church I was raised in, I never heard that. It sounds like such an obscure line. The sign of Jonah. I'm not making this up. It's in Matthew 12. It's in Luke 11. So if Jesus' only sign was the sign of Jonah, that begs the question, well, what was Jesus pointing to when he made reference to Jonah? So Jonah is called to speak truth to power. And that power happens to lie in Nineveh. The Ninevites have gone astray and trusted in their own way of being and not trusted in God. And Jonah did not want to go. So he got a ticket to Tarshish. And he got on a boat that was going in the other direction. The storms came. Choir, I'm very grateful that you sang about how to weather the storms. And where is Jonah? He's asleep in the boat. Does this sound familiar? Who else do we know slept in boats when there was a storm? The captain wakes him up and says, what are you doing asleep? Who are you and have you brought this on us? Who who is your God? Who are your people? What is your tribe? What do you believe? And he says, I am a Hebrew and I believe in the God who created the heavens and the sea and the dry land. That's good right there. Let's just unpack that a little bit. This is Jonah who believes in Yahweh, the creator of the heavens and the earth. Tonight, you know what I'm going to be doing tonight? I'm so glad I don't see clouds because I want to see the Perseid meteor showers. Have any of you seen them? Yeah. Karen, have you seen them this week? But you've seen them in the past. Friends, I highly recommend it. Just get a nice blanket, put on some bug spray, (laughs) and just lie down and look at the stars. And every few minutes, every few minutes, there's going to be a meteor shooting through the sky. It happens in August every year about this time. Tonight is one of the peak times. Now, what does this have to do with Jonah? You've heard me preach about the word disaster. If you take the word disaster and split it apart, it is dis-aster. Aster, from which we get asteroid, astronomy, astrology, the stars. When we are disconnected from the stars, it is a disaster. Now, the ancient people who used to navigate 
the ocean purely by looking at where the stars were situated, for them, it was a disaster if they could not see the stars because they were disconnected from their big picture. They were disconnected from the map of creation. They were disconnected from the cosmic sense of their place in this world and their place and our place is very small. We need to look at the stars and as Christians, we need to see that our God is, has got to be bigger than the cosmos and older than the cosmos and more expansive than the cosmos. Jonah. And the whale 
or the beast that we are in cannot digest us. We are called to remain loving in the midst of it all. Because we know that love always wins. Love has the last word over hate. Perhaps that hymn that we sang earlier today, God of grace and God of glory, is, is our prayer. What we sing about cure us from our warring madness. And the refrain, grant us wisdom, grant us courage for the living of these days. Would you say that with me? Grant us wisdom, grant us courage for the living of these days. Let's sing this as a prayer. Grant us wisdom, grant us courage for the living of these days. After we are cubed up out of this darkness. The hope is that you will be clear about what our values are, what our call is, and what God's hope is for the world. And the hope is that when we are cubed up out of this darkness, we will have the courage and wisdom Go to Nineveh, wherever that is, and to preach God's love for all people. The very last verse of the book of Jonah, it's only four chapters, I encourage you to read it today, is God saying to Jonah, who's quite ticked off, he didn't want to go and preach there anyway, and he knew that God was so merciful that God would probably forgive the Ninevites. And God says, Course. They are a people who don't know the difference between what is right and what is wrong. Friends, our call is not left or right. A call is a choice between what is right and what is wrong. And God has called us to be on the side of light on the side of love, on the side of justice, on the side of radical inclusion, on the side of grace, on the side of peace. Are you ready to answer this call? Gracious God bless us. Wherever we need your blessing the most.